Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Congratulations to the New York Mets on winning the National League East. It is Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+. Plus. We also are on your smart speaker, presented by Progressive Insurance. So much football to get to in this show, including... A quarterback with a Super Bowl contender who's got a major injury concern right now. And somebody is trying to cash in on Deshaun Watson's suspension. Katie, what up? What up, brother? Oh, it's been a big, big weekend. I got problems all over the place. I can't get out of my own way in front of the grill. Your problems can't be as big as my problems. Because if you watch my Yankees this weekend... It was abysmal. Yeah. God-awful in St. Louis. Well, we'll get to that in just a moment. Let's start, though, with the good in baseball in New York. Here we go! Go, go. Only one place to start. Ron from his windup, left leg kick the pitch. Swing and a miss, strike three. A 102-mile-an-hour fastball. Yeah, he's a little amped up, I would guess. Here's the pitch to Grossman. Swung out and missed strike three. WCBS in New York, Jacob deGrom retired the first 16 batters to face him yesterday and his first start back at City Field in more than a year. The Mets take four out of five from the Atlanta Braves and they have opened up a six and a half game lead in the National League East and Chris, I, I know what I'm doing, okay? I understand the jinx and all that crap. The Mets this weekend won the National League East because if you have these two guys healthy, nobody is beating the Mets, period. The way Scherzer and DeGrom looked this weekend with just between the two of them, Mm. the two runs that were allowed late by DeGrom on the home run to Dansby Swanson, that was it over 12 and two-third where they combined to give up five hits and strike out 23 you cannot beat that duo if they are both healthy and DeGrom looks every bit healthy. And what I love about what I saw from DeGrom on Sunday, Carlin, was the fact that it feels like Max Scherzer's presence is going to push Jacob DeGrom and get the best out of him. Like we talked about how motivated he's going to be because he wants to opt out at the end of this season. But having Max Scherzer there, a guy that is a horse, a guy that's always going to be around 200 strikeouts every single year, I think his presence challenges Jacob DeGrom in a way that's going to bring out the best of him. And down the stretch of the regular season on into the postseason, that's going to be great for the Mets. You're talking about a guy that was a two-trick pony yesterday. He didn't even throw his changeup, calling. He said he had his slider working for him in the bullpen and warming up before the game. It was fastball slider the entire time. He was doing a great job of tunneling his pitches. The the Braves lineup didn't know whether it was a fastball, didn't know whether it was a slider. That way, and that explains how he generated 18 swings and misses. 18 straight. 18 straight swings and misses on his first 18 sliders. 
Really impressive outing by Jacob DeGrom. Overall, an impressive weekend by the Atlanta Braves. You had a feeling... By the Mets. The Mets. I mean, by the the Mets. You had a feeling it was going to go the Mets' way when the Braves blew that Thursday game where they had a favorable pitching matchup between Kyle Wright and Cookie Carrasco. But the fact that their trade trade deadline acquisition, Tyler Naquin, stepped in, had two home runs on the way to a Mets lineup, having a really big night against Wright, I think that proved to be the difference in terms of setting the tone for this weekend series with the Braves, the primary challenger for the Mets in the NL East. And speaking of setting a tone, I mean, how about your guy? Edwin Diaz just lights out. By the way, SNY now is shooting every Edwin Diaz entrance with the trumpets as if it's (laughs) Ray Liotta and Goodfellas going into the Copa. I mean, he is walking in from center field. They have got the camera all the way in on the jog. And, And why not? The guy's been – look, you can honestly make the case uh. that he's a Cy Young Award winner. And it's not often that it happens with closers, but it can. And the way it's gone – and you know what? I'm, I'm just happy for the guy because it had been so bad when he got here for that first year and a half, two years. And mm-hmm. he started to come around last season. But it had been so bad, and the fans had so much ire for somebody that was supposed to be so good. Chris, I even remember a quote the first year where Diaz basically indicated, maybe I'm not a New York guy, Mm -hmm. you know, that it was getting to him. Um, And you see what he is now. I I mean, this is this is a tremendous level that he is pitching at. I'm not going to put him on the level of you-know-who. But he is pitching at a ridiculous, ridiculous level right now. No doubt about it. Yeah, he, he's not on the level of the top two guys in the Mets rotation. That's a different level. But, no. But Edwin Diaz. Or the greatest closer of oh, all time. Oh, he's not in Mariano. Yeah, that's not even. you no. got to have hardware before we yeah. start having that conversation. But exactly. I mean, but, I mean, Edwin Diaz is the best closer in baseball. That's, that's what it is. I mean, you brought up the point that he's only allowed one earned run since June 1st. I mean, there's there's a benefit to having somebody that can slam the door shut on opposing offenses when your when your lineup is able to build up the kind of lead that the Mets lineup has shown the ability to do, especially after the All Star break, Carlin. When you look at this Mets offense, you're talking about them having the best batting average in all of baseball and the second most runs in the National League since the All-Star break, and they're only second to the Dodgers. And, and it's speaking, unbelievable what they've been able to do all season long. There's not a lot of swing and miss in that Mets lineup. It's not like it was three or four years ago, and I think that that bodes well when you combine the pitching staff, the starting rotation, and then what you're getting from Edward Diaz on the back end. Uh, by the way, about the Dodgers, the Mets are not going to get that first spot. The Dodgers are, I mean, they're 28-5 and five over the last 33. They, they've won uh, eight straight, 10 of 11 They've just been out of this world with how great they have played. And, and I just don't see the Mets catching them for the number one overall seed. But Yeah, they don't, they don't have to catch them, though, Colin. No. I mean, think about what the Mets are bringing to the party if you're talking about playing them in a postseason series. If you're facing those two, I mean, that's... Think about... Exactly. You're dead. Car- Carlin, you're dead. Carlin, here's the thing. And we just saw... Doesn't it this, matter where. We just saw it this past weekend, right? With the Braves. Yep. You're talking about... You came into last weekend saying if the Mets can find a way to win four or five against the Braves, put them in the rearview mirror, this is going to be a dangerous team if they win the NL East. It's going to be a very dangerous team once we get to the postseason. You knew after they won on Thursday, after they won two of the first three in this set, 
that when they faced Scherzer and DeGrom on Saturday and Sunday, the Braves lineup had no chance. And that's exactly what we saw. Speaking of no chance, Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. I'm just going to let you handle this. Other, and I'll, I'll simply ask this question. What the hell happened in St. Louis? I don't have the answer. I will say this. When you don't have Stanton and Benintendi in that lineup, good luck trying to generate runs. I mean, Saturday was absolutely abysmal. Like, I'm glad that the Yankees got rid of Joey Gallo. I can't wait until they get rid of Aaron Hicks. I want Brian Cashman to come out on the record and say, I made a mistake when I gave Aaron Hicks that contract a couple of years ago. Because that is absolutely awful. They're not getting any return on that investment. You know what's amazing about that contract? It was supposed to be easily tradable. It was supposed to be a (laughs) team-friendly deal. Well, it's not team-friendly if the guy is not producing. And my point is this. When you looked at the outfield minus Aaron Judge on Saturday against the Cardinals, they were 0 for 9, Carlin. How are you going to survive? And that's including Matt Carpenter to DH. They were 0 for 9. It's absolutely ridiculous. You can't survive, and that's a problem when you start talking about not being able to generate runs, especially when you got to give guys like Stanton, like Judge, days off as we gear up for the postseason. So that's a big concern for me for the Yankees. Another big concern is the starting pitching staff because since the All-Star break, the starting pitching – forget that, scratch that. Not just the starting pitching staff, let's just say the entire pitching staff. Yeah. Because the entire pitching staff has been bad. Clay Holmes hasn't been the same guy. No Michael King anymore. You lost Chad Green earlier in the season. The pitching pitching staff has been bad. You're talking about having the 26th ranked ERA in all of baseball post-All-Star break. Do you know what they were before the All-Star break? Third. Yeah. That's how far the Yankees have fallen in terms of what they're getting from their pitching staff. And Garrett Cole, he, he can't seem to be the guy that stops the bleeding. And so that's the frustration as a Yankees fan because it feels like we're going in the wrong direction as we start to get closer to the postseason. And the thing that gives me the most concern, the Houston Astros. Mm. They're a half game back right now, Carlin, and the Astros are right there. And you know the thing that has been the difference between the two teams until this point? what you've got from your pitching staff. Yep. Right now, the Astros pitching staff is better than the Yankees pitching staff. The Astros bullpen is better than the Yankees bullpen. And I'm not too sure that the Astros lineup isn't better than the Yankees lineup. That's where I'm at right now with the New York Yankees. Listen, I, and I can, I, I can deal with a lot of things, okay, where I get annoyed, and I may be wrong on this come a few weeks from now, where I get thoroughly annoyed with the Cashman spin crew in the media because they're out there. You know, I heard this one last week. Not about any of the big trades, but about Efros. I oh, heard, he was he was a dude, he was he was the culprit yesterday. Yeah, he, he absolutely the, was. He gave able to go ahead to Paul DeYoung. DeYoung, yeah, absolutely. They had a chance it's 9-8 and he gives it away completely, yeah. three-run yeah. bomb. But my point like Efros, I heard this at the trade deadline. Well, listen. They're always looking for guys with different kind of motions to come at you from different angles. They've got him under control for a long time. He's 28 years old. He's a 28-year-old rookie. That means he has never been good in the minor leagues, and he just got there. And you're trying to sell me that Efros is going to be a huge difference in that bullpen. And here's what our analytics say and all this. And I saw that a lot last week from, from the Cashman crew, as I call them. They're, they're out there. They don't need me to name them. They know who they are. Uh-huh. It's all the media, basically, because nobody plays the media better than Brian Cashman and the Yankees. Nobody. Like, stuff like that 
really gets to me because you know what gets to me though you know what gets to me watching jordan montgomery two hit the yankees on exactly in five i didn't hear pitch. any of that. that that's what gets me we traded this guy and then we went out and got a starting pitcher in frankie montas and listen yeah, i'm not, not gonna hold, i'm not gonna hold yesterday against no. him you know why because he was on the bereavement list we know he's dealing with some things in his personal life i get that but you got rid of jordan montgomery who we all thought was a good back end of the rotation pitcher that had a lot of tools in his toolbox. Why would you get rid of a guy like that when it felt like it was a time that you needed to add arms both to the starting rotation and to the bullpen, and specifically the starting rotation, Colin, because we said you got a lot of guys in your rotation that were coming back from long absences or major injuries that were getting up there in terms of the number of innings pitched. Why wouldn't you bring in some more relief for those guys? Look, didn't make sense at the trade deadline to do that. And we'll hear from a lot of people. That it's, you know, they won 70 games, let's relax. Okay, all right. But at some it point ain't about here, winning no. regular season games. No, it's about it, competing for championships. Exactly, and it's, it's about starting to get into a good groove as you get towards September. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Get renter's insurance to protect the things that make your place a home, including coverage for theft or damage. Visit Progressive.com. We've got... So much football to get to with training camps. There is so much news all over the place. It is a jam-packed show. Up next, there is a an individual in Cleveland who is trying to cash in on Deshaun Watson's suspension. What are we talking about? Jeff Darlington, our ESPN NFL insider, joins us in moments. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute. But Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Brainstorm. What is something that works so well that it's basically magic? Air conditioning? Noise-canceling headphones? Meeting-free Fridays? What about selling with Shopify? 
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're auctioning autographed apparel or selling sleek skis, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to all other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's extensive help resources are there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash greenie, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash greenie now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash greenie. Greenie, the podcast. Tim Hunt's trying to get paid and trying to get paid right now. And he's doing it because he sees the writing on the wall. We will discuss right now. It is Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help troubleshoot the likely cause of your pesky check engine light for free and help you save time and money down the road. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. We welcome in ESPN NFL insider Jeff Darlington, who joins us on the phone right now. Jeff, it's Chris Carlin, Chris Canty. Appreciate the time, man. How's how's your entire training camp experience going? Hey, so far so good, man. You know, I'm going to go out to uh, Dolphins Bucks joint practice this week, so that should be kind of fun. Super hot, but it's kind of fun. So Excellent. I'm into that. Excellent. That it? That'll be extra spicy, too, with the bombshell that dropped last week <laughs> with Stephen Ross. Tampering. I know. Yeah, let's... It's kind of funny. It's like it's not one of those things where, like, it's it, obviously the fact that Tom Brady plays for the Bucks and the Dolphins were a major part of that story. Like, But I mean, what's anybody really going to say? Like, Tom's here. The Dolphins are here. But we're going to certainly try to make something out of it. <laughs> well, Jeff, you know, I mean, you know, being down there, the, the biggest story in all of it for the Dolphins is Tua and what to expect this year. Right. Um, what is a realistic, I'm not talking about expectation in terms of numbers, but expectation in terms of improvement is, are what the Dolphins trying to sell and improved arm strength and all that stuff, are they legitimate from what we've seen so far? So... Yes. Um, I, I think more importantly than anything else, it's it's a matter of how Tua fits into the system that Mike McDaniel is going to run. And, and from that end of it, two things. The first of which is I've heard that Mike really believes after being with Tua for you know just a few months now that he is incredibly talented, incredibly athletic. And I know that sounds like what, what else is he going to say. But from what I understand, he thinks that Tua is as better than anybody he's coached and he's coached some pretty good names, Matt Ryan, Jimmy G, um, you know, RG three, when he was a rookie, he was with him. So he's seen some, some true talent and thinks that Tua has all of that. Um, the thing that I, I think it actually works really well because Mike is so focused on yards after the catch and just getting guys in space and making sure the quarterback delivers 
uh, almost like a point guard. That to me feels like to his game. Uh, he's he is accurate in, in especially on shorter passes. Uh, no, he hasn't taken a ton of deep balls, and we'll see how that plays with with Tyreek. But in general, it does feel like if he's kind of just running point, that he could actually be pretty effective at that. Jeff, we got quarterback questions of a different nature with the reigning defending champs, the L.A. Rams. Seems like Matt Stafford and Sean McVay are trying to downplay this elbow soreness that Stafford is dealing with early on in camp. What's your read on that situation? Yeah, it's funny because I love McVay. I love Sean. He he, <laughs> he sort of opened it up when he started saying it's kind of an abnormal injury. It's kind of a baseball thing. And people are like, wait, what? Um, and then Matt kind of had to come out this weekend and be like, no, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. Obviously, it's the quarterback of the defending Super Bowl champs, and we are um, perfectly within, I think, our, our rational scope of things to question um, his health. I mean, he, he's he's not able to throw in team drills. He's just doing seven-on-sevens and individuals. My sense, though, is that they're being pretty sincere and genuine in the sense that they just want to make sure that he is ready for week one and can manage this soreness and this pain uh, to the best of his degree. I like he was able to make a ton of throws this weekend um, and he, and he looks pretty good doing it. So I do think it's just about pain management. And while that can be nagging, uh, I, I don't think that this is the type of injury that ultimately causes him to miss any time. Jeff Darlington, ESPN NFL insider joining Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN radio and on Sirius XM channel 80. We are presented by progressive insurance. Jeff, one more quarterback situation, Chicago, Justin Fields, the Bears seemingly have not done anything to help him. In fact, the situation looks like it might be a little bit worse. They didn't draft him, so that's the big question. Is this a big year for Fields? And if it is, should it be? (laughs) Yeah, like it it is a big year, yes. Uh, Is it fair to him that during a big year he's got really very little to work with? Not really. Um, Look, we talk about Tua and Jalen Hurts, uh, and we talk about the fact that both teams have loaded up around those guys to say, hey, we don't exactly know what we have in either guy completely just yet, but we're going to find out. The discouraging and, and disconcerting aspect of the Bears situation is that it doesn't feel like they even did that. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know that he's really in a great position. I don't know what it will take to eventually – be able to to find out what his potential truly is but if the bears continue on this path it feels like it's going to have to happen somewhere else because there's no way we're ever going to know fully about justin fields with the roster that's around him in chicago right now jeff last one from me we spent a lot of time this offseason talking about the cleveland browns because of the impending deshaun watson suspension but kareem hunt made plenty of noise this weekend when he sat out of practice a couple of days mm-hmm. because he wanted a new contract he returned to practice on sunday what are you hearing about that situation and how does this play out moving forward yeah this is a tricky one because kareem hunt like we're we're all prone to think of his his awesome days with the chiefs and then he was effective two years ago with the browns as well but he's not even their number one guy. Like Nick Chubb is the clear starter. And last year when Kareem was down, he was kind of more like their third guy because of some nagging injuries. I, it's, I mean, the Browns are basically, no, man, sorry. Uh, you're on a two-year deal. You finished the first year. Uh, you know, what are we going to do here? I, it doesn't, 
it doesn't all really make sense, or uh, let's just put it this way. I don't think Kareem Hunt has much leverage here. This probably would have been a big story two years ago. Right now, it doesn't really necessarily even meet the threshold because of how good Nick Chubb is. Jeff, isn't the timing of it a little bit curious? Because usually when players have contractual demands, that happens much earlier in the offseason. Why is this playing out now? It's a good question. I really don't have the answer to you there, only to say that um, if he gets into camp and starts to see the way things are going with with reps and realizes that he's being a little bit, like, marginalized, um, that's where he's probably saying, I'm in a contract year. I'm not even going to be able to show my stuff. I need to get somewhere with a team that's going to really spotlight me so that I can get my money next year. Uh, Right now, I kind of see where he's coming from, Uh, from the standpoint that I don't think that he's going to be spotlighted, uh, but that might just be kind of a bummer part of the business and ultimately something he's just going to have to deal with next free agency. Jeff Darlington with us. Are, Are you a guy that likes to use the grill outside a lot? Oh, sure. More like um. I'm more like a like a like a dad griller though. I'm not like a you know, a hardcore like low right. and slow, like I'm gonna put the, the, the pork butt on and sit out there for like eight hours. Yeah, you don't have anything to prove a, to anybody. No, I'm more of a throw like some chicken on the grill and probably undercook it. Uh probably wow. have my wife complain about it, probably have her like pick at it like a science experiment. Yes, yeah, okay, okay, so Jeff Jeff make the whole family sick. Jeff, you gotta help me here. Gas or charcoal? Yeah. So I'm gas. Oh. I had a green egg at one point. I, it just, I mean, I love it, but it just takes too long to get going. Why? What are you doing here? What's well, the deal? It's only one way to grill, and that's charcoal. Oh, okay. I don't understand you people. All right. There's only one way to go. We it's don't charcoal. need to deal it's, it's, with, with Cantor's elitist fake news. It's not okay? elitist. It is what it is. <laughs> it's, it's, it is an elitist griller. You're the guy with the fridge in his garage that also has all sorts of weird IPAs. Like, <laughs> you're the elitist. Wow. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I'm so particular about 5.2 percent yeah. alcohol oh, in my really, IPA. Yeah. Oh my god! And I can really taste the I can really taste the vanilla in that charcoal. <laughs> like, give, give me a break. Dude. All right, but Jeff, here's my problem. I'm like you. I'm not somebody that needs to be a master griller of any sort. But yeah, I'm in a slump right now. I can't get out of my own way. Last night, I'm just simply going with burgers on the grill, and I can't yeah. even, there's sliders, I can't even get the timing down on these things, and I take one yeah, bite awful. into it, and it's a hockey puck. What the hell's going on here? I got what no What are you doing feel. here? Are you, you're, here's the deal, dude. You've got to go, like, like hot at first, hear that thing, and then turn it down and yeah. let the inside cook, man. So like, you're taking like grilling advice real. for a guy that admittedly undercooks his chicken on the grill. I, no, but I make the best burgers in the neighborhood, okay. by the way. I All didn't right. mention that. I have, a, I have a very famous cheeseburger. I double stack it. I go thin patties. Yeah. Mm. And then you go cheese on each patty, to, and the cheese overwhelms any problems you have with the meat. So if you're but you also got to trick them. You got to go like 75% fat and, right. don't, and then throw away the packaging before any, like your wife sees. Well, like that's a content. great point, Jeff, because what happened last night? I had the ninety-two percent stuff, yeah, and that's a that. problem because that, that part of it could even, be. Don't even bother. I could blame it. Don't I could blame bother. it on the fact that there's no fat in there, so it all just you know it was gone in seconds. It's, it's tasteless. It's tasteless, and, and and you just get rid of the cellophane. You don't want anybody seeing what the fat content is. When they say it's the best burger they ever had, what's the fat content? It's ninety-two eight. Yeah, and you know what? Prove it if you if you want to. 
Jeff. Yeah. Prove uh, it otherwise. Here's what I've figured out over the last few weeks. As we get to know each other, you get me. That's what I've figured out. Yeah, I get you. You do. I get you. You do. Like, we, look, we don't, you know, we're not elitist, but we just want a good cheeseburger. Exactly. I just want good food at a barbecue. And exactly. What I'm learning now is that I'm not oh going gosh. to respect that if I'm invited to a barbecue by either one of you two. Wow. 500 degrees is 500 degrees. <laughs> I mean, it's not like. And apparently enough. that's not hot enough for you to cook the chicken properly. <laughs> yeah, that's just, I'm just, that just mismanaged the chicken. It's okay. a po- an impossible task. Okay. okay. And I try to tell her just because it looks a little pink doesn't mean it's undercooked. It, if it's fleshy, it's undercooked. Just eat the chicken. You've never gotten sick. Eat the chicken. You've never gotten sick. Move on with that marriage. <laughs> I have great barbecues. You'll never get sick. Great selling point, I don't Jeff. know about anybody else. That's how I'm setting the bar. <laughs> Appreciate it, Jeff. Oh, Thanks, it, man. Jeff. Thanks for jumping on, bro. All right. <laughs> Jeff Darlington, ESPN NFL insider, and uh, frankly, just an everyday griller, and I can appreciate. I'm not that. a grilling elitist, just because it I sounds think, like no, it, I, I'm I'm just saying that charcoal tastes so much better. I, I don't dispute of that. The charcoal tastes so. I don't much dispute better. that. So much but we have to at least acknowledge there is a massive laziness factor here that has to get involved. Yeah, it takes if you're getting the charcoal grill going, it takes you a good 30 to 45 minutes. Yes, yes. There's like no if question I'm, about if it. If I'm going to tailgate, which I haven't done forever, but I'm going to use charcoal then. Okay. But when I'm just doing something at the house last night, I am not spending an hour trying to get the charcoal just right to throw in a couple of burgers. you got to treat yourself right, big fella. This is your time. This is your season. It is. For hashtag. Big, for big, bold, bearded guys, this is your time. Let me tell you Brian something. Brian Daybold, Joe Douglas, this is your time. Vogelbach. Vogelbach from the Mets, the DH, this is your time. Hashtag it's our time. Exactly. Treat yourself right. If you, Grill the right way. If you don't know your numbers, you don't know your business, especially in today's economy. But over 31,000 businesses do know their numbers because they use NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite gives you visibility and control of your financials, planning, budgeting, and inventory so you can manage risk and improve margins. Everything you need all in one place. See why NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus. Summer's packed with things to do and you can enjoy them all because if you need to hire, ZipRecruiter.com is here to help. ZipRecruiter's technology finds great candidates and you can invite them to apply. Try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. Jeff touched on it. There is a major concern with what's going on in L.A., and I get that the Rams are trying to downplay what's going on with Matthew Stafford, and Stafford is as well. Nobody has ever, ever questioned the toughness of Matthew Stafford. Fair to say? Fair. When you watch him at the end of last year play the way he did going through with an elbow injury, with all kinds of problems, where he was not anywhere near 100%, but playing that sharp. And then you go into the offseason, and he has what's called a procedure done. Now, I've seen it described as, like, platelet-rich therapy and all that stuff. People I talk to, I think it's more than that. I think it was actually, you know, surgery to a degree. Okay. But here he is. It's got to be incredibly frustrating right now that you do that in your offseason, and you can speak to this much better than I can, and you're in the hopes that it's going to be fixed for this coming year, 
It doesn't look like it's fixed. Well, here's the thing, Carlin. You're already talking about a truncated offseason because you won the Super Bowl. Exactly. And then you couple that with the fact that you've had this injection or this procedure and then the rehab that goes along with that. From all accounts, Matt Stafford has burned his entire offseason trying to get right for training camp, and he's not right. And here we are three weeks into training camp, and this guy can't participate in team drills. He can't throw the football in team drills. Carlin, they can try to downplay this all they want, but this is a problem for the Rams right now. And with the roster that's as top-heavy as they are, this is a team that can't overcome the loss of Matt Stafford. They've got to have him available for all 17 games if they have any hope of being able to repeat his champs. Here's Stafford on the injury. I just have a little soreness. We're working through it. I felt pretty good today. I thought it looked pretty good. But just trying to be smart with it and make me feel as good as I can feel going into week one and, and uh, while still getting as many reps as I can too. I'm feeling stronger every time I come out here and throw. I don't know if you guys were watching it, felt like I could make any throw I wanted to today. But you heard what he just said, to feel as good as I can feel going into week one. Exactly. Not, not 100%, as right. good as I can feel. That doesn't invoke a lot of hope that Matt Stafford is going to be giving you top-end production for the entirety of the regular season. And, and listen. And if he's not giving that to you in the NFC West, that could be a problem for L.A. Not that it's a big deal. He's not going to play in the preseason. That's pretty clear. Oh, yeah, but that's, that's, that's how Sean that's McVay handles deal. preseason with the The only thing I'd want, I, I, I'd want to know what the comfort level is with Allen Robinson because he's such a big part of the offense now that he's come in. But I'm, I'm not worried about any of that. I'm just well, worried about Well, they can get that himself. into seven-on-seven seven seven stuff yeah. and the individual work on the side. They can pick some of that stuff up. But, I mean, the fact that they're not comfortable having him in team drills throwing the football speaks volumes to – what this injury actually is and how concerned about it they are. Cantia Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+. Plus. AutoZone has the free services you need to help you get back on the road like their free AutoZone Fix Finder service. The AutoZone Fix Finder service not only identifies the check engine light code, but it also helps identify the most likely cause of the check engine light being on. The information provided by the free AutoZone Fix Finder service, verified by data from over 5.5 million ASE certified technicians. With over 5,000 locations nationwide, AutoZone is here to help you save time and money with their free services. Getting the job done just got easier. Restrict apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Up next, there is a top five and a bottom five of stories of things that are good and things that are not good. And it's all NFL based. One of them includes Jerry Jones and another one includes the Pittsburgh Steelers. All of that is on the way next. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest 
with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Greeny, the podcast. There are five good things and five not-so-good things. <laughs> not-so-good things. So we got a green list, which is really going to evolve into our uh, top five, bottom five for Canty and Carlin weekdays, 3 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+. Plus. But for the sake of sitting in Greeny's chair today, Canty and I will give you a green list, but we'll each do one. Canty will have a top five. And I will have a bottom five, being the negative Nelly that I am. The list is what determines who matters in this business. The Green List. You want the good or the bad first? What do you want? I'm a glass half full kind of guy. Okay. And I feel like we have to qualify our green list because these are the top five things in training camp, as we see them, that will impact the 2022 season the most. Okay. Yeah, so we got to start there. Okay, so let's go. Number five. Number five, I got Jamar Chase working to be the best receiver in the NFL. Now, this is per Peter King in Football Morning in America, but Peter King took a stop to Cincinnati on his training camp tour, and he noticed that Jamar Chase was working out after practice, and he asked Jamar, why are you working so hard where nobody's on the field and you're already one of the best at your position? And he clarified it with Peter King. He says, I'm not trying to be one of the best. I'm trying to be the best. I think he already is. Peter King asked him about Justin Jefferson. He said, no, I'm already better than Justin Jefferson. (laughs) He asked him about Devontae Adams. He said, well, Devontae's really, really good. Devontae has told me that he studies my tape. I've told him that I study his tape. So we'll see. But I am working to become the best wide receiver in the National Football League now. Carlin, the reason that I bring this up is because on Friday on First Take, I was with Dominique Foxworth and Jordan Cornette, and Foxworth put together a list of the top five receivers in the NFL. He had Jamar Chase checking in at fifth and Cooper Cup as the top dog. Now, Carlin, I respect Cooper Cup winning the Triple Crown, winning Super Bowl MVP, mm. and you know being able to have one of the best statistical seasons that we've seen a receiver have in the last 25 years. Cooper Cup is not a top seven receiver in the National Football League. Oh, and, I, wow. and I proved it to Dominique Foxworth because we ran down his list and we asked him which one of these guys puts the most fear in you when you have to cover him one-on-one. And he said Tyreek Hill, of course. He said Stephon Diggs. Uh-huh. He said Devontae Adams. He said Jamar Chase. We even brought in DK Metcalf and Debo Samuel. And he said both of those guys, Justin Jefferson. So stop me where I'm wrong, where you would take Cooper Cup 
over any of those guys. I can't. I can't. That's the point. But when we start talking about Jamar Chase being so driven to be even better than he already was in his rookie season, when he went for, what, over 1,400 yards and 13 touchdowns, that is going to have a huge impact on what happens in the 2022 NFL season. All right, let's season. take you behind the curtain for a sec. You just took an hour, a minute 40 on the first. Because one. I love Jamar Chase. All right, well, let's move this along, shall Number we? Number four. On. All right, Trayvon Walker. Somebody else Walker. has got to get to his left. Trayvon Walker for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, here's the thing. I don't think this is going to be a banner year for the Jaguars, but they have an adult in the room in Doug Peterson as their head coach. And I think they got a player with Trayvon Walker as the number one overall pick. A lot of people thought it was going to be Aiden Hutchinson. Mm. It was Trayvon Walker. He showed us in the Hall of Fame game the first play that he can get to the quarterback. Also ended up getting a sack later on in that first quarter. Trayvon Walker is the goods. He's going to show a lot of people why Trent Baalke took him with the number one overall number pick. Number three. All right, number three. This would be Kareem Hunt. Feeling a way about the Cleveland Browns not giving him a new contract. Now, we know the Browns' offense is going to be led by their running game. They're two-headed monster with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. They've been top five in rushing the last two years, but Kareem Hunt wants his money. He wants more of that Nick Chubb money. He's not getting that right now. And he tried a small holdout this past weekend, returned to practice yesterday. But I do think this ends up being something for the Cleveland Browns to deal with throughout the course of this season. They need Kareem Hunt, make no mistake about it, especially with the uncertainty around Deshaun Watson. Number two. Jimmy Garoppolo, according to our very own Stefania Bell, Jimmy G has no restrictions and is ready to go out there and play football. Now, the question becomes, can the 49ers find somebody to do the dance with them and trade them before they have to do the final cut down on the 90-man roster? Carlin, we always see it every year around preseason. There's going to be a significant injury to a starting quarterback. I think Jimmy G ends up being first in line to replace that starting quarterback. The 49ers are making the right play by holding on to Jimmy G. Number one. Makai Becton of the New York Jets. The Jets are figuring it out. We're going to build around our young quarterback, and it starts with owning the line of scrimmage. Makai Becton, after coming into OTAs in minicamp, overweight, Checked in, was slim, in shape, ready to go, and from all accounts has been absolutely dominant. The Jets are not stopping with Makai Becton and George Fanto. They had in Dwayne Brown, Pro Bowl tackle over the weekend, who's a free mm-hmm. agent, and they're looking to add on to what seems like they're already going to be a very strong group. So the New York Jets getting it right. I the have... New York Jets getting it right by investing around their young quarterback. You left me a minute for mine. But you know what? I can do it. No, so here it goes. Bottom five. Number five. Carson Wentz stinks. Still does. Number four. <laughs> the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to have their first losing season under Mike Tomlin. Go look at the schedule and look at the quarterback situation. It's getting worse by the day. Number three. It's typical Jerry Jones. He said that the N- the NFL Players Association is, of course, going to point to all of the wrongdoings of owners because it's whataboutism. No, Jerry, it's the right thing to do because you continue to pull garbage all over the place. Come on. Number two. Number two is Trayvon Diggs. You're not a great corner if they continue to throw in your direction. Watch, watch, watch all the tape from him in training camp. Number one. The Browns are waiting for clarity. I got clarity. You need a better quarterback. Get Jimmy G. 
Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.